Welcome everybody to the Sonoma Spiel. This is Tim with the Sonoma Valley Visitors Bureau. Today, I'm recording this in December. We're getting ready for the holidays. A whole bunch of different holidays, of course, happen in the winter here. Uh, we just did the lighting of the plaza, and we have some of the concert performances on our YouTube channel, but we had uh, a fantastic folkloric uh, troupe from Mexican-inspired music. Uh, we had ballet dancers. We had Transcendence Theater Company, and then we had this extravaganza of singers and songwriters, and it was misting. It was light rain. We were all worried about the rain, but it worked out. And that was our, our big event because, you know, right now it's the holiday season and we have these lights up around the plaza and I was walking through it today and there's these big crunchy leaves and the wind kind of blows them down and people are wearing scarves and jackets and it's never really super cold in Sonoma, but it's, it's, it's crisp and delightful. Uh, but as we go to the holidays, we think about stuff like, you know, we should get some gifts for people. And that's why this week, this week I have a very special guest. I know every week I say I have a very special guest, but this week I mean it. This time I actually, actually mean it. I have Margot Lowe with M. Lowe Jewelry. Margot, how are you? I'm good, Tim. How are you? <laughs> I'm doing very good. Good. So, uh, M. Lowe Jewelry. Yes. And your name is Margot Lowe. Right. Why'd you name yourself after your store? I, it's a long story. <laughs> really? Yes. So you uh, you have a jewelry shop in Sonoma, I should I say. I do, and I have one in Berkeley as well that I've had for 36 years. 36 and years, okay. When we started the store in Berkeley, I had a partner. So we had, oh, you did? We had three names, and then oh. I didn't have a partner, so now we have It was like name. a law firm, and like you would like add new exactly. names and stuff like that when, when new partners come on. Exactly. Right, so you have a jewelry store um, in Sonoma, on the Sonoma Plaza. Can you tell me a bit about where it is and what you offer? We're in the Mercado, which is 450 1st Street East. Okay. Uh, Sweet C. Okay. Um, and we're on the street and right next to the driveway of the Mercado. So you are right off the plaza then, basically. Exactly, it sounds right like, on the plaza. <laughs> it sounds like if you're at the Visitor Center at 453 1st Street East, you can look out into your window. Exactly. You could walk right across the street. Right across the street. Like if somebody, let's just say theoretically, somebody was walking from the Visitor's center to get an affogato which is amazing because it's ice cream with espresso mm. and they were walking to sweet scoops to do that would they pass right by your door they pass right by my door and would they stop to talk to you like i do of all the time of course they would every friday <laughs> every friday you're right i know that's my little thing it is. um Margaret, how did you get into the jewelry business i made jewelry in high school oh really i did and in college and then I opened a store in Berkeley in 1987. Are you? Is that where you're from? Like uh, you no, grew up there? I grew up in Pennsylvania. Oh, you did? Yes, okay. and I went to the Evergreen State College in Olympia, Washington. You did? And studied jewelry up there. But you're from Pennsylvania. What part of Pennsylvania are you from? Pittsburgh. Okay. Mm -hmm. What is Pittsburgh known for? Uh, steel mills, Iron City beer, the Steelers. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful bridges. Beautiful bridges. Three rivers. Yeah. Great, is, great universities. Okay. Is there, is there a food that they're known for? Uh, you know, I think the hoagies. I think that's it, right? Yeah. Is that it? Okay. Because mm -hmm. like Philly has the cheesesteaks. Yes. You guys have the hoagies. Right. Yeah. And you guys actually make stuff in Pittsburgh. And bagels. Bagels. Fabulous. For real? Oh, yeah. Okay. Huge that, Jewish community. Though. Better than New York? We think so. <laughs> it's the water. The better water. The three yes. waters. I see. So you grew up in Pennsylvania, and then you went to school in Washington. Yes. To study, You really studied jewelry making. I really did. As a, That's a college thing. Like You're like, I'm 18 a years old. A fine arts degree. Okay. And, yeah. But you're like 18 years old, and you're like, I want to do this. 
Yes. Were any of your parents involved in the crafts or making no. things? My parents are both scientists. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. Okay. And what do they think about you going off, you hippie, off to West Coast to become a jewelry person? They thought it was great. Oh, they did? Oh, that's, that's fantastic. <laughs> what, what did you um, study to learn to become a jewelry maker? How did you do that? Uh, I uh, studied jewelry making, so we would <laughs> okay. be making, they would give us projects, and we would design pieces, and then we would make them. And was this back in the day, did you have like CAD computer programs doing it? No, there was no CAD then. No, you would just like <laughs> sketch it out on a pad of paper. Okay. Mm -hmm. And then what kind of jewelry did you make? I made all kinds of things, mostly silver and copper and okay. a little bit of gold. Okay. So, and, and I was starting to do custom pieces for friends and family. And, and This is when you were in your 20s then. You were young. Yes. This wasn't just like, when I think of jewelry making of somebody in their teens, it's like beaded things. Oh, we did you know? that too. But you were actually making stuff with silver. Did you have like one of those torches and you bent stuff? And oh, yeah. Absolutely. And hammered and lots of hammering and okay. soldering and casting. and. So you would melt it and pour it into these Lost molds. wax casting. It's Lost. A, actually a centrifugal caster, so it spins the metal into the form. Lost wax casting is, so you make a wax model okay. and you put it into a, a can and then you melt the wax out, and then you centrifuge the, the metal in. I got you. Hence okay. the, the wax lost is wax because it melts and goes into what was there. Correct. Okay, You're, I'm learning all your secrets. Yes. Wait, here we are. We're like a few minutes into the podcast, and I've already learned how to make jewelry with yes. the lost cast method. Amazing, isn't it? Uh, and also, the best bagels come from Pennsylvania Pittsburgh. and Pittsburgh. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So you were up there, and you were studying jewelry, and then you moved to the Bay Area. To Berkeley? Uh, from Washington. From I did. Washington, mm -hmm. okay. And what brought you down here? I was looking for a job. It was oh. in the early 80s and there was a recession. Oh, yeah. And so I was looking for a job and Washington was very recessionary. Got it. So I came to Berkeley and found a job and never left. Fantastic. Okay. Lucky me. And uh, Berkeley is, you know, a fairly conservative, quiet place to be. <laughs> <laughs> what was it like setting up shop in the 80s uh, it was in Berkeley? fabulous. Yeah? How's yeah. that? Oh, it was just, you know, I, it was a beautiful time before the internet. And right. I put the jewelry in the window and people came in and bought it. Oh, for real? Yeah. Was it mainly, because people who don't know, I think you were by the university, is that correct? We're close to the university on the north side, next door to a restaurant called Chez Penny's. I've heard of that one. Mm -hmm. It might take off eventually. It might. If they get those Yelp reviews in line. <laughs> um, so you were next door to Chez Panisse. Uh-huh. And so you probably didn't have a lot of Cal kids coming in to buy jewelry. Lots of Cal kids. Oh, you did? Oh, okay. yeah. Did you also have like Chez Panisse food people though? Like them too. They're coming in there and buying your stuff. Mm -hmm. Did you get free food at Chez Panisse? Um, we've I've eaten there a bunch of times. Really? Yeah. It's Alice lovely. calls you up. It was Alice and Jeremiah. Who who are they? Uh, yeah, Alice. And she's like, "Hey, Margo, I let's see do a little swap down the driveway." Really? Yeah, we share a driveway and a parking lot. That's fantastic. Mm -hmm. okay, I didn't even know that. Um, and so you started there. Are you still in the same location in Berkeley? Yes. Okay. So here you are. You're in Berkeley, the quiet town. Nothing ever happens there. <laughs> next to a little restaurant called Chez Panisse, right. which is, you know, a little cafe, yes. a neighborhood cafe. Exactly. And for people who don't know, Alice Waters and Chez Panisse kind of is one of the main restaurants responsible and chefs responsible for what we call California cuisine. California Nouvelle cuisine. And we take it for granted, I think, because it was... A big thing, like like in the seventies, sixties, American cuisine, high end cuisine was French, right? Uh, and then you also had like the local Italian restaurant, you had the local Chinese restaurant, 
Uh, and then you had a lot of cans people ate out of. If you yes. look at the books, the, the, the cookbook from those times. Jello molds. A lot of jello molds. Mm-hmm. Did your parents make jello mold uh, no, stuff? No, my parents were already granola. Oh, they were? Crunchy. Okay, scientists. Yeah. Uh, I had a great aunt that would make. A Jello mold. It was like this With green. Marshmallows on top. Yeah, it was. <laughs> they were like sometimes like Yay. onions. Sometimes there was oranges in there. Mm. Uh, yeah, that was weird times. Um, <laughs> so so Alice Waters comes by and she's like, "This is we're going to do something different. We're going to grow, not grow. We're going to find local food that's in season." Uh, and a big thing she did is she put the name of the farmer on the menu. Mm-hmm. And the way we can tie it back to Sonoma because we're, we're coming back to your shop is that uh, Laura Chanel was a cheese a cheesemaker. She had goats, and they made chev. Chev is a type of soft goat cheese. And Alice Waters put on her menu uh, an apple and chev salad with Laura Chanel's goat cheese. Mm. And it kind of took off this whole thing, like, what is this chevre stuff, right? <laughs> and how does that work? But uh, Chez Panisse became like part of the uh, foundation of California cuisine and fresh, local, seasonal. And you weren't making stuff with heavy sauces like the classic version of French that Americans at the time were thinking of. Uh, you weren't opening a can. You, ever. Was, ever. Yeah. It was like right now, right now we have a lot of persimmons. So if you are at a, a fresh local restaurant, they're serving persimmon salad, right? So Persimmon and pomegranate. Oh, it's so good. Yummy. That's good stuff there. Mm-hmm. All right. So just like Alice Waters using Sonoma stuff. And Berkeley. We're tying it back to your to your store. Margot, you opened a store here recently in Sonoma. Correct. Why'd you come here? Uh, we bought a house here at the beginning of the pandemic. Oh, you did? Yes. Okay. Were you and looking to come up here on before that? Or uh, just... For about 20 years. Take your time. <laughs> <laughs> so for about 20 years, you're like, eventually you want to live up in Sonoma. Well, we had some property up here, so we okay. would come up frequently, but we didn't have a house. Got it. Okay. So, so we finally found a house. That's fantastic. Yeah. Lucky us. And then you're thinking maybe that commute to Berkeley every day is kind of a that's kind of well, a well. I I I thought that there was an opportunity to open a jewelry store on the square. Right. It seemed like there was a a market that would be available. Right. I like it. And so mm-hmm. you open up MLO Jewelry. Yes. Um, can you tell me are the the type of jewelry you offer is it like big diamonds and big emeralds and stuff like that? Uh, what, what we is carry it? a variety of okay. jewelry um, things that we make. Okay. And um, so that's kind of our our basic collection is is things that we make in the shop in Berkeley and the shop in Sonoma. Can, and assume I don't know anything about jewelry because I don't. So is there a style that you would call this or? or? Um, I call it timeless. Okay. Yeah. So it's I and mean, that's one of the beautiful things about jewelry is that you know things that were made a thousand years ago can look contemporary now. Right. So we like to think of our jewelry as being timeless. Okay, okay. Was, is there other type of jewelry that you can tell is timeful, meaning it's like trendy? Or There's it's trendy like, jewelry. Yeah. Absolutely. And, and it kind of it, it comes and goes with fashion, maybe. Yes. But okay. And what materials do you normally work with? Uh, we work with gold and platinum. And Those are timeless metals. They are. They've been around absolutely. for a while. <laughs> okay. And silver. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And, and do you buy like huge gold ingots from Fort Knox and melt them down, <laughs> or how do you do that? Like, or do you buy wire? How do, I, honestly, how do you make a gold ring? Uh, like, look, I got a gold ring right here. How do you make that? So something like that, I probably would order. Okay. But if we were, <laughs> we were going to make something right. like that, right. we'd take a piece of gold and you bend melt it, it into down. a ring and. 
weld it together. Okay. Do you have little L's like hammering it? We do. I knew it. I knew it. You have a little anvil and stuff like that? Absolutely. Just got a new anvil, For real? Do you have it in Sonoma or in the Berkeley one? No, both. That's fantastic. Oh, yeah. We make it right there. So you can be there in like your, your, your blacksmith apron and you're hammering away at stuff Absolutely. like that. Absolutely. Oh my gosh. See, I knew it. That's really what's there. All right. So you make these timeless jewelry pieces and uh, people come to Sonoma for vacation oftentimes. Yes. So they're probably like looking for something special. Do you have anything to bring home with them? To bring home. Do you have anything that's kind of reminiscent of Sonoma or helps them remember We their have Sonoma some charms, Sonoma charms, and we carry some American gemstones. And then having something that was made in Sonoma always okay. helps people remember. What's an American gemstone? I don't know what that means. Uh, we have sapphires from Montana. Oh, okay. And opals from Idaho. So stuff is literally from here. Literally okay, I got from you. here. Okay. Um, and then when you said charms, what are those? Uh, it's a little a little charm that says Sonoma on it. Oh, okay. You can okay. put on a charm bracelet or you okay. can wear a necklace or keep it in your thing there. Memory. Wherever is there. Um, you were telling me that you have a type of bracelet that you can't take off and you have it forever. Right. We What's have that? permanent bracelets that we weld on people's wrists. <laughs> So I, you know, I can't see that picture. It's, you're still there. No, it's still recording. Yeah. So it, am I in the you're, right you're spot? still right there. Oh, come, come closer. Come closer. closer. For those of you watching on YouTube, she's holding up a postcard of a permanent bracelet, and it's got a, a woman's hand uh, with a lot of jewelry on it. And the bracelets are. Tell me about these bracelets. What makes them permanent? How do how do they stay there? So we, instead of having a clasp on the bracelet mm-hmm. and taking it off and on every day, mm-hmm. or however you want to, right? We put an extra little link on there and weld it. Zap it with a a welder and it's like an arc welder. Like you're sitting there, arc, like a little mini with arc those welder. little things, exactly. like like flash dance, the mm-hmm. opening scene. Yes, and there's sparks flying everywhere. Uh, no, it's a tiny welder. It's okay. like it's a little like a little pin. Okay, and uh, we put it on the link and weld right. it shut, and you never take it off forever. As long as you want to wear it. So it can be taken off if you have to. can be taken off. Okay. These are called permanent bracelets, and I think these are very popular right now. They are very popular. It's a thing. Who wants a permanent bracelet? Why should um, we get Everybody one? wants one. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Why do I want one? Tell me. Uh, because you want to bond with your daughter. Okay. That's yeah. good. All right, so I like that. she wears one, you wear one. Every time you look at it, you think, oh, my sweet daughter. Oh, that's nice. And yeah. is it just one chain, or can you get little unique custom you things on it? You can do your custom things. We can do charms. We can do initials. We can do birthstones. Oh, okay. We can do multiple chains together. I made one for somebody that had different colors of gold on it. Well, that's she cool. wanted white and yellow gold. Okay. Yeah. And do you, um, so you can kind of customize it. Absolutely. Okay. And then uh, if I, I do want to get it off and it's an emergency. Oh, you can cut I can, it off a with. A bolt cutter or something like yeah, that? Yeah, wire cutters. Okay, good. Scissors. I don't have to run to you. No, no. Okay. Scissors for the thin ones. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then do you like. We sometimes get bachelorette parties. This might shock you. <gasps> really? Sometimes. <laughs> it's a great bonding experience for okay. a bachelorette okay. party or wedding party or mother-daughter, father-daughter. Okay. Permanent bracelets. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of the new hot thing maybe for the holidays coming up. we got Christmas coming up and different gift-giving. Hanukkah's coming up. So That would be lovely. M- maybe, maybe they can get a permanent bracelet or something else. Yeah. Or, or, or whatever. Something beautiful and unusual. Um, what... We're going to get back to more about jewelry and stuff. You have another hobby. Oh, I'm a gardener and okay. a beekeeper. You're a beekeeper. I am. Aren't you like the president of like the local beekeeping association <laughs> or something? <laughs> uh, just, a, just a humble beekeeper. You're just a humble beekeeper. How did you get into that? Um, That's a great story. I was out in the valley and there was a, 
I was in an in a almond orchard, and there was a pallet of bees, and the bees were pollinating the almond trees. Mm-hmm. And it was a super windy day, and I was just watching them zoom around. Okay. <clears throat> And I got fascinated with them. And then a couple weeks later, a swarm of bees landed in my yard in Berkeley. Oh, for real? For real. You were chosen. I was. What is a swarm? What does that mean? Uh, When bees, um, when they're in the spring, if their hives get too crowded, Mm -hmm. then the, the... the hive will split into okay. two swarms, so a swarm will stay in the in the hive, and a swarm will go off to another area. They're being kicked out of the house. Well, well it's not like they want to they want to get out, you know, okay. because it's too crowded. Okay. So they need to start a new colony. And so they came and chose you in Berkeley, right? And then you said, "This is a sign." This is a sign. I'm going to go get a bunch of equipment. <laughs> So you ran out, and you got that funny little outfit, and you got a smoker, and you got a bunch of little, those doohickeys. Right. And you became a beekeeper. Yes. Did you keep your bees in Berkeley? And uh, then in Berkeley and Sonoma. You have two places. Mm-hmm. So um, what do you do with this honey? Oh, uh, I give it to my friends. Okay. That's nice. Mm-hmm. You, wait, do you have like a honey-inspired or bee-inspired jewelry? We do. <gasps> Get out of here. Okay. I love that. I'm even wearing, I'm wearing a little bee today. My oh, you baby are? Bee. Look yes. at that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and how much honey do you get from your hives? Um, well, so I had bees for about 15 years, and then they all left, and oh. sometimes that happens. They just take off. They do. Okay. And um, and so I didn't have them for about five years, and mm-hmm. then this year I started again. Okay. So I didn't get very much honey this year, but probably next year. You got to build off of it. And I have there. to bring Tim a jar of honey. You do have to bring it. Well, maybe we'll do a honey review when you bring it back in. That would we'll be talk lovely. about it. Uh, and remind me, bees. All bees are male except for one queen. Or something like that. It's the, is it a little more complicated. They're all than that? female. Oh, they're all female. Mostly. Okay. And it's about three, f- nine tenths. Okay. Female, and uh, the queen, and then the drones. And you need the queen bee though for one of the swarm. She lays all the eggs. That you find this queen, and they're protecting the queen. I hear. Correct. And they're like, we got to find the eve of a house to go live in. Exactly. <laughs> So when you open your drywall, you're like, oh my god! Exactly. Yes. If you hear your drywall buzzing, you know then you've got then you've got honey. Then you've got honey. What should somebody do if they find that their drywall is buzzing? They should call their local beekeeping association and have somebody come and remove them. Oh, okay. In okay. a in a good way, as opposed to yeah, you don't want to get rid of them. They're 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 important pollinators. Them. I mean, bees are especially in California. We know that they are incredibly important to the almond crop, apricot crop, everything. Everything. Everything we eat, practically. People rent out bees. They do. And it is kind of funny when you drive down, especially in the Central Valley during February, when the almonds are starting to blossom in March, there are these huge stacks of the bees, right? And And you hear about bee thefts where people steal the hives. They do. How dumb or brave do you have to be to try to steal bees? Once you get stung... You get uh, You know, they're not really aggressive. Oh, I they're mean, not. Okay. These are unless, California bees. They're mellow. Uh, right. <laughs> unless you're trying to take their honey. Okay. Yeah. I mean, they don't love being moved either. Okay. And it's sort of hard on them, actually. And then, But you don't keep them at your store. Not at the store. You should. You should put a hive at the store. I should. Or would that be a bad idea because it's up too close? Up on the roof. Up on the roof would be yeah. neat. So you keep them, I think, south of town? Uh, we live east, and then I have another one that's south. Okay. Oh, so you have Shelfville. in your backyard, too? Yep. Front oh, okay. yard. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. Oh, front yard honey. They're amazing. Huh. All right. See? Learning something new every day. I love this. Uh, let's go back to gifts. I, I brought with me 
the Sonoma Holiday Shopping Guide. Awesome. That we put together and different people here do stuff. Uh, I'm going to talk about a few things, but then I want you to counter with or come up with like, hey, you know what would be good? This. Because from Emlo Jewelry or another place. <laughs> okay. Um, but our 2023 Holiday Shopping Guide, um, we have a thing called the Leather Sling Bag from Large Leather. Mm. Have you have you walked across to Large Leather? It's The tiny to... little leather store? Yes. Love that. It is funny that it's called Large Leather because one, the store is incredibly small. It is. And the woman that works in there is herself about five feet tall or shorter. Uh, <laughs> Jessica, a lovely woman, originally from the Netherlands. Oh. And she used to say she was in one of the skinniest buildings uh, back in the Netherlands, in Amsterdam, mm. when she had her store there. Wow. It was very, very, very thin. Hmm. Uh, but she makes her own stuff like you. Uh, we do have a, a history of craftspeople here. And she made a really neat leather sling bag that is a one-of-a-kind uh, bag. And it's, it's quite neat. And do you have a picture of it? I do have a picture of it. I'll show it here. But um, oh, see right nice. there? Yeah, it's like a crossbody bag. Uh-huh. Um, and she makes them. She has, like, just like you have an anvil, she has special industrial grade sewing, sewing machines. machines. Yeah, she makes good belts, In her too. tiny little shop. In her tiny shop. Wow. She has another shop, a production facility. But a lot of it's in the back there in the tiny shop. Amazing. It, it is tiny. Hmm. Um, but she makes really good belts. Hmm. She makes wallets. Wow. So, yeah, so that's, that's a neat one that can go there. And maybe you can pair with some jewelry from uh, Absolutely. From you can go there. Um, have you been to Tiddlywinks Five and Dime? I have. Uh, Heidi is there. Yes. And you know what her middle name is? No. It's Fun. Heidi Fun? She legally changed her middle name to Fun. <laughs> <laughs> True story. Amazing. Um, but at Tiddlywinks, they have these fun little Sonoma, California shirts. People always come into the visitor center and they're asking, like, where can we get Sonoma swag? Mm. And we try not to sell that stuff because we don't want to compete with our local businesses. Mm -hmm. But Heidi has a whole bunch of, you know, Sonoma stuff. Um, so it's beautiful. It has like a city hall on it. It has our historic yet odd palm tree. Uh, <laughs> it's right there. Our lit up palm tree. It's a lit up palm tree. Were you there on Saturday? Did you see I was. It? You were, I saw you there. Fantastic. Yeah. Okay. It didn't, it didn't rain at all, did it? Not at the event, no. No. It was pretty much right afterwards. It was though. perfect. Yeah. It, like the, the heavens stopped for a little bit. They did. And then on the final song, the rain started coming down and she was singing In Your Eyes oh, by Peter Gabriel. So awesome. was, I know, it was like In Our Eyes. It was good. Um, have you been to Jack W.? I uh, have. Okay, so it's that's a neat place. Jenny Wick runs it. Uh, and she's like a designer, right? She does beautiful stuff there. But she has these Swedish gnomes. Have you seen these guys? They're amazing. These funny little gnomes. Love people, them. People love those. We actually have something like that at our house, and they're perfect for the holidays. They right? are. For winter, you want like a gnome sitting right there, uh, kind of doing its thing. Um, but yeah, we have, we have a whole bunch of different stuff on here. The t-shirts and the cards, holiday tea lights. Holiday tea lights. Oh, you got to have important. those kind of things. I do want to talk about this. If you go down to Artifact Design and Salvage, which is south by the lodge, he has his things where if you have a Christmas tree, you can hang them on your wall. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> so you basically find a stud in the wall. But rather than having the tree on the ground, because you cats, yeah, like cats attack. Problem. Every year I have to put wires up to keep my tree from being attacked and falling over. Really? Yeah, because my cats jump on it. That was crazy. And then, cats. I know cats. Man, don't be <laughs> kids. But it's this wall mount, so you can put the tree on the wall. Wow. Up away. Yeah. Hmm. I think you need a taller house, maybe, or a smaller tree. Yeah. But that's kind of neat. Yeah, put it up there. Um, but you know, Margo, it's not always about stuff. Sometimes it's about experiences. Yes. So, film festival tickets. The oh, Sonoma that's International a great Film idea. Festival. Yeah, that's coming up uh, in March, March 20th, 24th. That's always fun. And you were here for your first film festival. I, I was. It yeah. was fantastic. That was good. And, oh, I really and there's like, it. you know, the glitterati walking around town. There's like producers, there's independent film people. I love that. That's a neat We even one. have a, we had a knighted. 
Who was it, sir? Oh, um, was it Ben Kingsley? Yes, yes. Ben Kingsley. He was in, uh, well, Gandhi is June. kind of what he's famous for. And, yeah. Uh, a couple other things. But the but, movie was June, which if yeah. you haven't seen is a great movie. I haven't seen it. Oh, God, you should see it. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, it's about <laughs> Alzheimer's and aliens. Oh, <laughs> why not? <laughs> Can you just imagine like the pitch of that one of the Hollywood? Like, okay, there's a guy with Alzheimer's, but there's also aliens. Like, why not? It's a great movie. I really enjoyed it. Really? Oh, did, yeah. Where, did you see the Sebastiani? I did. So, great theater. Yeah. Right down the uh, street from where you are. Absolutely. Uh, I was there for a concert uh, last weekend and for a fundraiser for KSBY. Yes. yes. It was great. <laughs> yeah. It was really amazing. That theater is beautiful on the it inside. Is. And uh, more people need to go there. Um, they have a lot of great events, too. They do. It's not just movies. You can get on the mailing list. You know what? You're going to be my next podcast for the Sebastiani Theater, too. I love gonna, that place. I really. It's, it's an old Art Deco theater. It's gorgeous. Built by Samueli Sebastiani. I believe that was Sebastiani that built it um, in the 30s. And who owns and it now? It's uh, the Sebastiani Theater Foundation. Uh-huh. So it's a nonprofit, uh, which is nice because this, where we're recording this is a radio station. It's a nonprofit. They were doing a fundraiser there, but they have all sorts of uh, events in there, right? And you could take, like, if you, Margaret, if you take up the accordion tomorrow, <laughs> you can try to book that for the accordion fest or whatever. You, you don't play accordion, do you? I don't. Glockenspiel. No. Ukulele? Nope. Triangle. You? No. <laughs> Uh, but you sing, right? I don't sing. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Only when no one's watching. Christmas carols? I will do that on occasion. On, on, you know, in a yes, group. In a group. Yes, with some uh, liquid courage to get me going. There, there. you That's go. Um, gourmet food and wine tour is something you can give away, like a gift. Like Speaking people. of liquid courage, yeah. don't go. we have an event coming up on Thursday? Uh, the Sip and Shop? No, the uh, Art Walk. Yes. Tell, actually, you're part of the Art Walk. I am. And it's not just this Thursday. It's continuing Thursdays. I think it's the first Thursday of every month. At least through January, and then we're hoping to do it. Well, let's keep doing it. Tell me about that. Uh, we are having an artist named Kate Knudsen, who's a fabulous artist, and okay. she'll be there at the Art Walk. Okay. Um, it's from... Uh, <laughs> 5 to 7.30 on Thursday so, the 7th. So in the evenings, this is put on by the Chamber of Commerce and the Art Walk Group. Um, different artists, I think, are in each Correct. retail shop. Yes. Um, and then, but so you yourself are an artist, but then you have another artist there. Correct. And then you also have wine. Is that correct? We are going to have, we're going to serve the Bee's Knees. What's that? Which is a honey drink made with gin. And we're having gin from the Prohibition Spirits. Oh, from around the corner. Yes. Okay. And we're hoping to have some snacks, too. Gin and honey. Mm-hmm. That sounds good. It is really good. Okay. Gin and honey and lemon. It's gin and honey and lemon, and then you can do it with or without cream. It sounds medicinal. It is medicinal. It's really good for you. <laughs> and you can do it virgin, too. So oh, you can. Really okay. Good. It's kind of neat mm-hmm. there. And is the honey from the front yard? Uh, not yet. It'll get there, though. Next year. It'll get there, though. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so the experience, I like that, because I was talking about the, the, the walking tour. You can do a Cinema Plaza walking tour with, they take you to different food places. Yes. And learn about the different food and things like that. Um, and there's a historical Sonoma walking tour, too, that this gentleman that I was sitting with. <laughs> George Weber. Yes, you met George? I did. He does. A, because, you know, Soma, Sonoma has such amazing history. It does. It does. And he'll do a, it's a walking tour for, if you can sign up for $20. Right. And he'll take you on a private tour. You can sign up with a group. It's And he dresses up sometimes in character. Does he really? Sometimes as General Mariano Viejo. Yeah. Wow. He has different characters that he will play. Hmm. Have you been to the Viejo house or Vallejo? I have as been, I say, yeah. You know, um, which is not far from the plaza. It's a beautiful house. Fabulous. And they shipped it around 
on the horn. They did. And they reassembled it. Huh? They did. And it's got all the original furniture from the 1860s. Right. So you kind of feel people were like a little smaller back then, I think. Or maybe our they sense of space was different. Yeah. No, I think they were smaller. They were? Yeah. Yes. A lot harder to get calories back then. So. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> now you just can drive around and go to In-N-Out Burger or something like that. Um, also in our holiday shopping guide, we have things like different wineries like Tykaten, Corsi Graves. Corsi Graves actually be a good place for bees. It's up in Bennett Valley, oh. and they're known for mm. their uh, Pinot Noir. Mm. Uh, but it's, they also grow a lot of lavender up there. Oh, so how if beautiful. You, if you go that way. Have you been to Sunflower Cafe? I have not, but I <gasps> really want to go. Wanna go. Okay, because they're saying their granola is really good, and they package that. Mm. And, uh, you know, being from Berkeley or living in Berkeley, granola is something I'm sure that you could just... We're pretty you, crunchy Yeah, there. you got your Birkenstocks, mm-hmm. and you're walking around, and... You know, you smell like patchouli or doing whatever you do. So I know you, I know you Berkeleyans. are pretty crunchy. Um, Wait a minute. Don't you have a relative there? I, yeah, my son does go to school in Berkeley. Mm-hmm. Yes. So And he just, he bought Birkenstocks. Did he really? He did. He Good came back. Him. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, kid. He wants to be part of it. He, <laughs> it I love that. What he loves, um, you know, growing up here, it's a smaller town. And slightly different experience. And he says, Dad, there's a guy at uh, Sathergate, Sathergate, whatever. Sathergate, Sathergate, Sathergate. yeah. He looks like a wizard. He has a big beard and a staff. And he's there every day. And when you walk by, he points his fingers at you and goes, you. <laughs> because I love it. Right? He, he thinks this is fantastic. Wow. Because that's the Berkeley experience. Um, I'm sure it might wear a little thin after a while if you're running a A little bit of there. Harry Potter. Yes. A little bit of like a Dumbledore. Yes. There. He's, he's doing his thing. Um, but yeah. So, I mean, a little bit of Berkeley with the granola and, and the holiday gift guide. I was going to ask you, did you ever, when you were a child, 10 years ago, did you remember like the big gift books that would come out around Christmas time? Uh, like the Sears, Sears catalog, Sears catalog wish do. book. Okay. I brought the 1971 copies here of the Sears wish book. Wow. And it was like 600 pages and wow. it was massive. Yeah. Turn my picture back I'm, on it's on. It's on. Okay. It's going right there. People see it. <laughs> it's there. <laughs> Hold on. Okay. Oh, trust me. It's on. The right. one. But check this. I, I thought this would be something you might um, enjoy here. Um, check out this, uh, his and hers lounge and sleepwear. Uh, oh, fun. Yeah, yeah. That's so nice. So it looks like um, the king of hearts and it's a nightgown that for the man and woman can wear. You have the nice sandals there. Cool. And uh, that's where's, bright red. Where's yeah. the Birkenstocks? There, no Birkenstocks for you. <laughs> um, here's here's my favorite. Can you still sell ivory? No. Okay. The Sears catalog. Hand-carved, genuine oriental ivory. Wow. First of all, you probably wouldn't say oriental anymore. No. Second of all, Not I, ivory in the Sears catalog. Wow. Yeah, that's like the normal. 1198 value. Such a deal. Totally. Yeah. So I'm glad we kind of caught on that maybe we don't do that anymore. Yeah, not anymore. Um, what about this one? Um, opals and garnets. Garnets? Garnet? Garnet. So rich, radiant, precious jewelry. Um, $16.99 for a pendant when 14 karat gold. Is that wow. roughly, is that about the same price? Uh, wedding wedding band, quite. three oval when, stones. When gold was 200 an ounce. Oh. Is it's it? 2000 now. Oh. It's gone up a little bit, huh? It has. So they go back in a time machine. Yes. Buy the gold. Um, so here's kind of like what they were selling there, which would be their jewelry. So Fun. Uh, did you ever order jewelry from the Sears catalog? I didn't. You just made your own? I did. Was there like a department store, like a classic department store in Pittsburgh? Like the old downtown uh, there were one? There a couple. We had, yeah. What was there? Gosh, I can't even remember. I remember, now I remember San Francisco had 
like, like Gumps and uh, Marcus uh, Neiman and, Marcus. And, they used uh, to call that needless markup. Yes. And <laughs> still. Still, and it's still, still there. Yeah, yeah. Um, Nordies. Nordies. And yeah. what was that other one? J, I, J Magden? J Ma- I Magden? I Magden. I Magden? Yeah. Um, those were like the, the fancy stores. Yeah. I remember, and the cities back east tend to have these huge, beautiful department stores yeah. that were downtown. And, yeah. And, and of course, Macy's is like a... Uh, Chicago slash New York institution. Yes. And, and they would do their thing there. Uh, most important thing I saw in the wish book, it's Christmas and your, and your opening presents. Don't you want the Kenmore washer with eight cycles Absolutely. and bright For yellow? Absolutely. $219. $219, Margo. That. That's a good one right there. Uh, and this one is banana yellow. Wow. Did you have a yellow or an avocado? No, I think ours was white. Okay. So fun, though. I would. I mean, I probably wouldn't buy that nightgown. Uh, but I'm going to tell you something. A Kenmore washer will withstand time itself. I think we still have right? one. They don't. They don't stop. They don't. They're easy. They have dials and, and levers. Love that. You can fix them. No computers. No computers. I've I've had many uh, replacements of computer. Who put computer chips in ovens and microwaves and? Not me. They don't work. I like I like stupid appliances. You do, and mm-hmm. you like tactile things because you're a jeweler. Person. I do, I you're, do. You're Old school. Old school. All right, uh, Margo, you might not know this, but in this podcast, you're going to help me answer some questions next. Okay. So, are you ready for this? I'm ready. Okay. Here's how it works. We have two visitor centers. Um, we get all sorts of questions. People text us. They call us, and then I make people on the podcast answer the questions. This segment is called We Get, get, get Questions. questions. Um, where are the visitor centers? Well, thank you. There's one at the <laughs> Carnegie Library Building in Sonoma in the Plaza. Oh, 453 yeah. First Street East. Other one's at Jacuzzi Winery, just south of town. Jacuzzi. Jacuzzi Winery, which they patented the Jacuzzi. Did they really? Same family. Wow. Yeah, they have the patents up there. You can look at it. Wow. So, cool. All right. Are you ready for We Get Questions? Ready. First question. You haven't seen these? No. First question. Came in last week. We are from Michigan, and we're visiting our son who is stationed at Travis Air Force Base. Hmm. Okay, and we heard about this place called the Plaza, but we don't see a mall anywhere. <laughs> what is a plaza in California, and where is it? Our plaza is in the center of Sonoma, right? And it's a big park. It's a big park. Yeah, plaza is a Spanish word for like a square, for like, oh. a, for like a place. So, and I, I had this happen to me before. Other places, a plaza is a mall. They took the phrase, really? yeah, they took the phrase plaza and made it like an indoor mall. Huh. So I had some Australians once walking around and they were like, where's the mall? I'm like, what are you talking about? This like, is it. This is the plaza. So the plaza is laid out as a Spanish square. Oh. Uh, and there's four sides. You're on one of the sides. And it's not a mall. It's not an indoor mall. It's an outdoor city. It's a town. It's a town square, right? The plaza. So, okay. Yeah. So that was a, it's a plaza in California is just a town square. Um, and they typically are in towns that were settled by the Spanish. Sonoma being the last town settled by the Spanish and or Mexicans. Mexican independence happened at the time. But north of us, there's squares. So Healdsburg has a square. We have a plaza. Boom. There you go. Okay. Another question. Good job. You're hired so far. Thank you. Someone texted us. Where can I get a good hamburger? Good hamburger. I can help you with this one. Help me. Okay. El Dorado Kitchen oh. has a great hamburger. And if you leave MLO Jewelry, you can just walk around and go right there. Uh, B&V also has good hamburgers. Fabulous. So you can go there. The Cody Burger. Uh, the Cody Burger. Cody's a character, huh? He is. He, yes. I'm trying to get him on the podcast. He's awesome. He's a great singer, by the way. And, and also he makes good hamburgers. He so does. yeah. So, so the B&V. Fabulous. Um, 
other good places for burgers, I'm trying to think. Uh, oh, oh, here's the secret one. Uh, the Coyote Sonoma food truck, which is a Mexican oh, food truck. Yeah, actually, has a really good, yeah, they have a really good burger there. And then uh, Little Lou's, which is another food truck at the gas station, at Jack's Filling Station. Oh, yeah. They have a very good burger there, too. I haven't had that one. And I think, you know, at the Lodge and, and MacArthur, they'll also have good burgers. I'm sure. you got to, right? I'm sure. You can't mess do. up a burger, right? Yeah. Hmm. Well, hmm. there's better and best. <laughs> you gotta, you got to keep looking, though. Keep trying new ones. Absolutely. Okay, here's a good one. This is from text. I like that he used his name. Hi, this is Brent here from San Diego. It's, I'm being cheery because it's from San Diego. Nice. They're cheery people. We will be up in the Sonoma County area for two weeks this winter. Wow. Are there any wine passes or are there any two-for-one coupons available? All kinds of two-for-ones. Yeah? Where would you get those? How do you get a two-for-one? You're so good. You jumped right into it. Um, you know, when we had the farmer's market, they were handing out two-for-ones. They were. Yeah. yeah. The Tuesday night market you're talking about? Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. So you're right. There are lots of two-for-one passes. The best place to find them is at the Sonoma Valley Visitor's Bureau. Oh, there Visitor you go. Center. Oh, Visitor yeah, Center. We, I can't say for sure which ones we have at any one time, but they often bring them by. Uh, many from around the plaza, a lot from Kenwood, Glen Ellen, and further afield. So, yeah, stop by. You can get them from us. Brent from San Diego. Come to the visitor centers. We have them. Uh, I'd recommend going to the Plaza Visitor Center to get them there, uh, and and that's a good spot. Um, But also check the um, websites. They often will have them in the websites, stuff like that. So, okay. This is a a crucial one, and we got it today. This is crucial. Ready? Ready. Winter means fruitcake. Where can I buy a fruitcake? Sonoma Market, of course. <laughs> you didn't even like stop to think about it. Yeah, I knew. Yeah, they do. So Sonoma Market, I think they have fruitcake. Of course. Um, I think they have the kind that are pre-made. Um, it's also like that panettone kind of stuff from Italy and whatever. Mm. But we, we were like, we're going to go deeper, right? Because the visitor center, we like really want to know. So we want to know who makes fruitcake. Who makes it? Yeah. Have you, first of all, did you grow up eating fruitcake? I'm Jewish. Okay, yeah, touche. So, <laughs> so, but yes, I did. Yes, you had fruitcake before. Um, yeah, I've had challah bread. Come on. So fruitcake is a classic, I think it is Christmas mainly. Oh, but, yeah, like definitely. Winter thing from, yeah. I think from England. Um, that is usually rum or brandy soaked bread. <laughs> I thought it was fruit. With fruit that's also soaked in alcohol, right? I No, it's, so it's, it, was a, it was like a butt of many jokes okay. for a long time because fruitcake doesn't go bad. Oh, it lasts forever. All the alcohol. Yeah, all the alcohols in it and, stuff and sugar like that. and sugar. And you're right. Um, it, when I would eat fruitcake, it would have <laughs> weird, unnatural green colors in it and stuff like that. <laughs> so we called. We want to see who's making actual fruitcake, right? So William Sonoma, maybe. Oh yeah. Yeah no. Sonoma Market, but they have it's, someone else makes it. Right. right. Scandia, which is a bakery. Um, oh Scandia. Yeah, Scandia goes up. Mm-hmm. Whole Foods. Yummy. But they don't make their own fruitcake. No. Oh. But we found the place to find a fruitcake. Monday Bakery. <gasps> the new bakery. The new bakery. Awesome. They'll make one to order, but you need 72 hours notice. Wow. Yeah. So you have to soak that fruit in the brandy. Have, that's exactly it. They got to <laughs> put all the, I guess it's like all the brandy, which keeps it preserved and, and it goes in there. Um, it's a great bakery, the, the new one. It is. It's very good. Monday you, Bakery. Monday. Mm-hmm. Uh, because Right around the corner from my shop. Oh, is it? It so is. you can go to Monday Bakery. On the way to Which work. is closed on Tuesday. Yes. Uh, but open on Monday. Yes. Uh, and get something delicious. And many things are closed in Sonoma on Tuesday. That is also another thing. Are you guys open on Tuesday? No. So you're one of them. 
Okay. So Tuesday's a good time just to come and be chill and take a hike. Or eat a hamburger. Or eat, <laughs> or eat a hamburger. If you can hamburger. find one. What, uh, so speaking of the holidays, what, what kind of things do you like to eat for the holidays? Or like what, are there any recipes that your family made that you're like, Tim, this is the stuff? Um, what would you guys make? Gosh. You know, the holidays are a time that I work so much. Oh, right. Okay. But I just made today, actually, I made um, uh, chocolate almond cookies. You did? I did. And I've been making... I don't see any chocolate almond cookies here. I have to bring you some. Oh, touche. I have honey. to walk some across the street. <laughs> it's funny, though, because I gave one to one of my staff today, and she said, oh, oh you're a hippie baker. Oh, why? <laughs> why didn't you use any sugar? I used dates. Oh, that's fine. As the sweeteners. Yeah, yeah. I thought they were fabulous. <laughs> so so your, your go-to are making cookies and... Actually, this year I've been making... I've been drying a lot of fruit. Okay. Because I got a fruit dryer. What, uh, do you? The mm-hmm. dehydrator? Do you have this, what, what kind do you have? Do you remember? The Excalibur. Okay. So <laughs> I like persimmons, mm-hmm. and my neighbor has a persimmon tree that I have laid claim to through three different owners. Wow. It's not on my property. But it's right next door to it. Nice. And um, I, I dry the persimmons, but this I've been making candied persimmons. Oh. And what you do is you slice them, you peel them and slice them, and you boil in sugar water. Uh-huh. And it's a way of preserving And then you dry them. Okay. Then you cut it, and then you roll it in more sugar. Oh. <laughs> they are a little sweet. Uh, they're super good. And yeah, and I love drying fruit. It's like, amazing. Yeah. It's, it's, you know, you think it's like you, you go to the store and you buy raisins. And you're like, this is so easy to do. It's not so easy to do. No, it is. It takes time. It takes time, but it's it's not. They're delicious oh, when you yeah. do it yourself or prunes. Amazing. I made. I got a bunch of plums. We did that. I've done dried peaches and, and nectarines and stuff like that. Delicious. Um, I've been making fruit leather too. Have you? Yeah. You are a hippie with quince. Oh, really? Yeah. Do you have a tree? No, my neighbors. I don't. See? I'm still planting my fruit trees here. Okay. So, but um, my neighbors have an amazing quince tree. So I've been making quince sauce like applesauce. Right. And then drying it. And quince is like a, it's almost like an apple style kind of, fruit. Yeah. Between an apple and a pear. It's yeah. A, it's an it's interesting It's very fruit. typical American fruit, I think. I think, I think it's really American. a classic old time American Is it fruit. like from mm-hmm. back east kind of thing? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, well, I don't know about back east because I don't remember the one I was growing up. No. No, but I've been making fig leather, too, like fig. Do you have a fig tree, too? I yeah. have a giant fig tree in Berkeley. Okay. And I have I have friends that have fig trees here. Again, this is the best thing. Have friends that have the stuff. Exactly. You, know, you can also dry um, oranges and lemons. Oh, yeah. And then you can kind of use those either in cocktails yeah. or just to eat them that way Delicious. or something like that. See? Mm-hmm. Oh, I got it. Okay. Margo, you're, you're not just a jewelry person. No. But you are a wonderful jewelry person, so... Doing our best. Um, should I hold the pictures up? No. <laughs> I brought some pictures today. I saw the pictures. Well, that reminds me. So, um, before I let you go, you have to tell me, if people want more information about your store, how uh, can they find that out? Uh, they can look on the web. We have a website. It's Jewelry at Gmail. We're okay. on Instagram at Jewelry. Okay. They can call us. Is, uh, can you spell low? In case there's it's M L O. O-W-E. So there's an E at the M. Yes, low. and jewelry okay. is J-E-W-E-L-R-Y. <laughs> I get that it's wrong all the so time. It's not so easy to spell. No, it's not. So an mlowjewelry.com is your website. Yes. And then they can email you. Uh, you're on Instagram. Yes. You're on the socials and stuff like that. Yes. Um, when I want to get my permanent bracelet, do I have to make an appointment ahead of time? Yes, especially if you have a group. Okay. We 
uh, recommend if you have uh, a couple of people. Saturdays are good days sometimes. Mondays are great days Okay. because my jeweler's there on Mondays. Okay. Um, but we can do them for you and just give us a call and we'll set you up an appointment. Okay. Very good. Well, Margo, thanks for coming in. And it was uh, Should I put the phone you? number? Uh, if people are going to... Sure. What's the phone number? It's 510-679-7677. Got it. Operators are standing by from MLO <laughs> Jewelry to make your appointment for permanent jewelry. And just remind everybody, it's a fantastic place to go, whether you're shopping for the holidays or anytime is a good time to see some jewelry that's uh, locally made or locally inspired. Birthdays, anniversaries. All of the above. Everything. Uh, any special... Okay, tax day. Arbor Day. You know, if you... Uh, you can come in and choose a few pieces and send the husband in, make it easy for him. Oh, that's a smart idea. Okay, yeah, I like absolutely. that. Absolutely. Right. We, we do wish lists and all of the above. Got it. Well, Margo, thanks for coming in and remind everyone to go to your website. And if people want more information about Sonoma Valley, of course, go to sonomavalley.com. If you've listened this long, and you have, you should like, comment, subscribe. And you know what? Maybe what you should do is just text somebody and say, hey, this is a really good podcast. I love listening to it. They talked about the 1971 Sears catalog. It's so amazing. <laughs> so send them about that. Mom and dad, thanks for listening. Mom, thanks for the correction on the Gerard Manley Hopkins poem. You were right, as always. So I appreciate that. And guys, we'll see you next week here at the Sonoma Spiel. Thank you.